Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. I want to give an inside look into how our minds work as INFPs. Whether you are an INFP trying to better understand yourself or you're someone close to an INFP hoping to nurture your relationship with them, this video will give you valuable insight into how the INFP mind works. We'll explore what makes INFPs tick and what we uniquely bring to the world. First, let's talk about core values and motivations. INFPs have deeply held values of idealism and authenticity and individuality. Those are generally three key values that are across all INFPs. We follow this inner compass, this conscience that's always there and always telling us what we should do, what is good, what is uh, the, the best thing, the right thing to do. And a lot of times that conflicts with social norms. Really pay attention to the values that that INFP holds dear because when something conflicts with that, when those values get stepped on, uh, that's when you see an INFP either go full on, like I'm going to make a change, I'm going to make this happen, I'm convicted about it, you can't stop me, or we just, we get angry or we ghost and we disappear. And this is something that all personality types, all people have values. But for an INFP, it is core to their personality type. And because of that, it is something that is at the forefront of our minds. We have to engage in it. It fuels us, it motivates us, it rejuvenates us to explore our values and our identity. If something clashes with that, that is when um, it feels like we are being um, destroyed ourselves. <laughs> like that value was so intrinsic to our, our being, our identity, that if it is not handled properly, then bad things happen. And let's talk about meaning and purpose. INFPs seek meaning and purpose and significance in all areas of our lives. A lot of times we, we feel like our job feels soul draining because it doesn't feel like it actually needs us there. Like we have to be honored and appreciated for who we are as people for us showing up, for being there, existing as who we are with our values and our experiences and what we bring to the table in terms of ideation um, and how we interact with people. It's all, it's all so heavy and important. And when we feel like we don't have meaning or purpose or significance in some area of our life, it could be in a relationship too, then we start to go down. We start to feel the weight of the world. We feel really heavy and overwhelmed, not inspired. And that's when INFPs can get into some really dark, bad places. Another thing that we do is we ask these big questions and we explore our own interpretations of them and what they mean to us. So we might look into, again, if we're talking about meaning and purpose, well, the meaning of life. I remember lying in my bed when I was like, 12 or something like that, 
just staring up like, what is the meaning of life? Why am I here? What is the purpose of me being here in this world at this time? And what can I bring to the world? That's pretty heavy for a young teenager or preteen. And that never stopped questioning who I am, why I'm here. What is the purpose of me interacting with this person or this person or in this medium, making these videos on YouTube? What is the purpose? What is the meaning? It's an endlessly driving question. And so if we are not in a position where we feel like we are necessary then or significant, then it's like, well, there is no purpose for me being here. So why am I even here? And as you can imagine, that spirals, that's a negative thought spiral that just can get really deep and dark. So it's important for us as INFPs to find activities that really lead to a greater purpose in our lives. And one way that I found out how to do that is to get out of my shell and to share more and to express more and to um, put myself out there. And that's really hard. I understand that. But it has paid back endlessly. Um, every time I put something out there, I get feedback about it. And I can craft, you know, whether it's good or bad feedback. And I've had plenty of both. And I can craft my approach to the world and how I deal with the world and the impact that I want to make in the world and my legacy, how I want to be imagined or remembered as. And that creates significance and meaning and importance. And it helps me align myself with that. It helps me discover that. I did not know that I was going to be making these videos like this. I'm at a thousand videos. It started at one. It started at, at zero and fear of failure and being scared about it. But then it turned into one and then it turned into another. And I got a comment like, oh, this helped me. Thank you. And so I did it more and more and more, and it shaped my direction in my life. And so to bring it back to you, showing up, expressing yourself, getting outside of that comfort zone is the way to get faster feedback so you can learn more about your identity and who you are. And then you can lean into that and do more of it which is the beauty of personality type. Next, let's talk about how INFPs take in and process information. So we take in information using extroverted intuition. Intuition is a perceiving function. It's our way of connecting the dots. It's jumping, springboarding off the sensory details and looking at the connections in between and saying, what does this mean? Why is this so? What could this be? Where is this going? Asking these questions to uncover more information about a thing. And it's not the sensory information. It's not like, what is, what is this thing? It's like, well, what could this be? What could I do with it? How could I use it? What are the ways that I should not use it? So INFPs soak up information in this open-minded, exploratory fashion, this way of connecting the dots expansively, endlessly, just bursting out with ideas. And through that, we kind of, we pick up themes. We see this puzzle, uh, these puzzle pieces that we're just gathering all over the place. And we're putting them together and, and understanding a deeper meaning of 
the world, but also of ourselves. By putting ourselves into these different contexts, we get more of these puzzle pieces, right? And then we get to start putting them together. And this gives us insights and revelations into who we are as people. Our identity becomes clearer and clearer by gaining more connections and a a deeper intuitive understanding or a wider intuitive understanding. So how do INFPs process information then? We talked about how we gather information. We get it from all these different places and we see this thing connected to this other thing and this other thing. And it's this big, expansive spider web of different connections. We process it internally through our judging function, introverted feeling. Feeling is a way of making decisions based off values. It's evaluating how does this impact another person, people? How does this create harmony or create disharmony? It's introverted, so it's subjective, so it's going within us and asking, does this resonate with us? Does this resonate with all the parts, my mini personalities within me? And because of that, INFPs need time and space for inner reflection. We need a lot of it. Any choice that we make, if it doesn't align with all of these different parts of ourselves, then it feels like we are we're um, ignoring a facet of ourselves, or we are being cruel to it, or we are not honoring our ident- identity. And we're doing something against who we are as a person. And like, even just as I said that, I felt, oh, I just felt bad. To act misaligned to who we are as people is a horrible, horrible feeling. And of course, all people, all personality types can do that. But as our dominant function, the hero, the resonating soul is the hero of our questing party. It's, it's really hard to disobey that or to ignore it. And so we got all these ideas and then we turn over this information again and again and again. We examine it from all these different angles. And it's more like examining ourselves from different angles. We put ourselves in these different realities, these different versions of ourselves. What if I did this? What would that mean for me as a person? Who would I become? Who would I not become? Who would I hurt? Who would I support? How would it feel? What about the version of me in the past that did something different? What would they say about this? We have all these different facets that we're considering. And so we consider how these choices interact with all these different versions of ourselves. And the important thing, though, is these important discoveries about who we are as people They often come from us getting out of ourselves, exploring, going to a new place, doing a new thing, shaking things up. Our innovating explorer character within our psyche is like, just go do it. Push the button. Who cares? Push the button. See what happens. After doing that, then we can go inward and we can reflect over it. We can journal over it. We can process and understand more about ourselves. Because we've put ourselves in different contexts to learn more about who we are as people. There's a lot to say about getting out of your comfort zone, of leaving the shire, leaving the inn, leaving the starting zone, and embracing adventure. So remember that logic is not our primary focus. 
We make rational decisions, but our decisions are based off how does this impact me as a person? How would I feel about this? And when we mess it up, when we make those mistakes that are inevitable if you leave your house, then sometimes they can last for a long time. We can just go back and remember, oh, I did that thing and I still feel so bad about it, even though it was uh, 13 years ago. Unless we process it, unless we deal with our stuff that's coming up, there are plenty of lessons to learn from those. And I would say that the more important lessons come from those mistakes that we make. And also decision paralysis can happen when we have these choices that contradict our values, or they might contradict our values. If I go down this path, where is that going to take me? Is that still going to honor um, family as one of my values? Is it betraying them? Is it going to clash with that? What about this other path that is focused on creativity? Well, if I go down this way, then what am I going to do about the family side? And these parts, are they going to be able to get along? Are they going to be able to coincide? Tons of questions to consider. And even on just basic things like, what do you want to eat today? If we process it through these different layers of our identity, which is way, it's overkill. I know, but as an INFP, that's what we do. One of the lifestyle patterns that INFPs have is that we we alternate between periods of deep focus and then unfocused exploration and reflection. So as perceivers, we need to get out there and, and gather information in the external world, but also we need to go inward and we got to do the deep focus. Who am I? Rediscover myself as a person. Go back to that version of me that was 10 years ago doing the thing that I really like to do and revisit it. Bring up hobbies and habits and activities that I used to do in the past. And it's a constant cycle. We do it regularly. It's a theme through all INFPs' lives that I know. From every INFP that I've talked to, it's, it's a constant theme. And our days also follow this like inspired rhythm. We don't really like firm schedules, though for myself, I've learned that I need to put things on a schedule. And I need to stick with it for my business, for my family life. Things are too chaotic for me to not do that. That was a hard lesson because that explorer part of myself and of all of us INFPs is like, I just want to live. I want to be spontaneous. I want to do whatever I feel like doing. Kind of passing back and forth between exploring ideas and then what resonates with me. What if I don't feel like it at the time? What if I don't feel like making a video? There are ways that you can make decisions now that support the future you that are really important. Like me showing up to make these videos is something that I do because it's going to serve you. It's going to serve the individual that I'm talking to right now. And that could make a bigger impact on somebody else, on somebody else, on somebody else. But it's also going to serve my family the individuals in my family. It's going to serve the future me. It's going to show the past me that all their effort to get me to here was um, well respected and appreciated. So there are ways that you can convince yourself in a positive way. You can negotiate with yourself 
and mediate with your parts in order to do the things that you should do in order to live the life that you want to live. And a lot of times that comes through creatively expressing our inner worlds through art, through writing, through music, some form of extroverting, expressing what is going on internally in our hearts and being able to share that emotion with another person, get them, <laughs> get them to feel how we feel, allow them to feel how we feel so that they can explore different facets of themselves too. Understanding the inner workings behind INFP motivations, information processing, and decisions empowers us to nurture our gifts while still navigating the challenges of life and of our personality type. So again, whether you are an INFP or you care about one, please use these insights to appreciate the unique perspective that we offer to the world as INFPs. So let me know down below what resonated with you and what is something else that you would like me to explore in another video. Good luck, have fun, peace. Thanks for listening and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one -on -one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.